Welcome back to Propel's Talk. Who's staying? Who is going? We're talking bigs. We're talking Jonas Valanciunas, Billy Hernan Gomez, and of course, we're talking Jackson Hayes. You will be surprised with some of the answers surrounding Jackson Hayes. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get into the show. We had some technical difficulties. I think y'all can hear me now. Joined with uh, Lito and Chaz. Lito, we're starting with you. Um, yeah. JB's been your guy through and through. No Staying doubt. Staying or going? Um, I think for his sake and the team's sake that it would be best if he leaves. Why? Why Why for both? Um, well, I think we have seen – I think we, we saw throughout – what what was it? Sixty some odd games where the usage for him just was not there. Um, and if you compare last season to this season, you know a lot of people say he was injured, he was hurt, um, he didn't he didn't look like the same player. Um, which you know may be true, but you cannot look like the same player if you're not getting the same touches, if you're not in the same role, uh, you know, as you were the the prior year. I think JV has a lot <clears throat> left in the tank. I mean, I think he's he's going to be a double-double guy until he is ready to hang him up. Um, I think I said for both parties, just because for the team, I feel like um, – I don't, I'm not going to say – I don't know if it's necessarily Willie Green. Uh, maybe it's the, just the staff in general, the scheme. The scheme doesn't trust JV. Um, the, the scheme is not in his favor, and – uh, it looks like they want to go to more of a smaller, more not not necessarily maybe even smaller, but a more versatile type uh, center. One who not necessarily is a low post scorer, but one who maybe can protect the rim and pop out. You know, shoot shoot threes. Uh, not a lot of those guys out there on the free agent market, but um, I think that you know. For the team's best interest, for Willie's best interest, the team should get uh, Willie a center that he can fully trust and that he feels capable. Um, so that's that's the reason why I say both. Uh, shout out to my guy, man. I'm gonna miss you, bro. I, I never I never wavered. I've been here with you the whole time. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you in town, you know what I'm saying. Holla at me. You know, it's all good. <laughs> uh, Chaz, I have two kind of two questions for you. One. Um, <laughs> NBA University on Twitter came out with most played uh, Pelican lineups in the 2022-2023 season. Their second best lineup had JV at the five and Herb was at the four. Uh, their worst starting five had JV at the five and Trey Murphy at the four. They were in the CJ, Najee, Trey, Herb, JV lineup. They were plus 11.4, which is second best uh, on the team for the, this, the that that five. The worst had CJ Dyson, Najee, Trey, and JV, and that was a minus 22, um, which is – it was pretty nasty. Their best lineup had Larry Nance at the five. Uh, do you, but mo- overall, when JV was incorporated at the five, they had a plus rating. So why – this is why I get back to the staff, because I feel like the staff misused JV, one. Do you believe that? And two, who do you think is a trade partner for JV or who? What team no. makes sense for him? You know, I want to start off. Shout out to NBA University, but all of that is inconsequential nerd babble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> inconsequential nerd babble. That's I care crazy. about that that analytical. You don't care course. about that. You don't care yeah, about. I got, it. Look, I got. I got. I got fucking eyes. Okay, I got eyes. 
<laughs> right? I know what happens when JV plays, and I know what happens when he doesn't play, <laughs> like for offense and defense. I think um, yeah. I think the thing with JV is it's been several instances where he's had an offensive um, advantage, and his offensive advantage far outweighed his uh, defensive disadvantage. And I think um, it just – yeah, it wasn't a lot of trust there. Um, you know, I felt like all season, even when Zion was healthy, the sum of the parts didn't necessarily fit. Like, there was a lot of talent, a lot of offensive talent, but how it was utilized and how it was um, maximized was just – it just left a lot to be desired, specifically when you go back to those last two games. And this isn't recency bias because we have been calling for JV to get the ball more for months prior yeah. to, you know, the way the season ended. You go to that Minnesota game where there's just like there's just no reason not to play JV in the fourth. And in the in the Oklahoma game, I, I thought he was gonna have a 50-50. I thought JV was about to have a 50-50. The way he, you know, started the game. And of of course, unfortunately, he got he got hurt. But it's like, yeah, yo, even then before he got hurt, he wasn't the best utilized in that game. Um and so I, I do think it is – I agree with Lito. It's best for JV to just go somewhere where he would be maximized more and treated with a bit more respect. Um, as far as available trade partners, I think things can get really interesting um, depending on how these playoffs shake out. you got a team like um, Cleveland right now who needs wing help, and one of their avenues to getting better is moving a guy like another great center in uh, – Jared, I, I, well, I shouldn't say another, a, a great center in Jared Allen. And, uh, you know, probably maybe they could use a guy like JB mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, just plug a hole right there, pause. And, um, you know, maybe they can use the rest of that salary to go find some wing depth. You know, maybe, you know, go after a guy like Cam Johnson. Maybe there's a situation with, um, with Indiana where, you know, you maybe move JV and another guy to go bring in Buddy Hill. You know, there's there's a lot of avenues to where you can um a lot of teams will be happy to have a guy like JV and his offensive prowess. Yeah, and he's besides Larry Nance, he's your best you know tradable contract. So uh, yep. five joined the show. Good to see you, five. Uh, we're talking. Single. We're okay. talking. Uh, we're talking bigs. Who's staying? Who's going? Um, Lito said JV's going. Chaz or Lito thinks that it's best that both parties move on. Chaz says the same thing. What about? What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm glad you added me on this one. Uh. One, this this coaching staff did not use JV and a lot of these you know players on this team in the correct fashion. I mean, we've again, as Chaz alluded to, we have been calling for JV to get utilized more probably since you know this well, let's say November first, right? I mean, it, it's <laughs> been that long. I mean, you can look at you can go as far as back as like the Clippers game and JV up until that point, right, was getting like four shots a game almost like it was like a, it was like a stretch where he wasn't even getting a rock and you're like what's going on look at the look at the phoenix suns clippers game last night they were giving the ball to zubak because he had a clear advantage down low he had a clear advantage and and talu had no other options you could take that same ideal right and transfer it to the pelicans where you know you you were out of out on brandon out on zion and you still wasn't giving him the ball. You still wasn't giving Jonas the ball. So that's what we mean, right? Utilizing what you have in front of you. Maybe less is more at this point, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you get a guy like Jared Allen that doesn't have an offensive 
talented person. That way you don't have the notion like they have to give him the ball on the block, right? Maybe that's what you need. Somebody that doesn't have the skill, right? You know, but if I was a coach, I'd want as much skill as possible, right? Because I would have everything available. But some people, they don't want those roads. They just want <laughs> one direction. Especially with how injury prone this team is, you think having a viable offensive option like JV, you would uh, you would utilize them. But we never saw that. I mean, I mean, and we did, when we did just, see it, it Justin, Justin, for a, for a team that lacks rebounding, right? A guy that was could have could have averaged twenty and fifteen, could have easily averaged twenty and fifteen on a team that didn't rebound the ball well, especially late in games, you wouldn't even have them on the court. That's a problem. And that's why I say the process is broken. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the process is broken, mm. a guy that was drafted four years ago um, is coming up <laughs> on a huge offseason. Um, we posted a question the other day. Should the Pelicans resign Jackson Hayes? Lead, I'll start with you. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, no, fuck, no, bomb, bust, whatever you want to say. Not his fault. Go ahead, Justin. And no, and I completely agree because I like this five. Because when he was drafted, we didn't draft him because of the position. We drafted him because of a project, right? We thought that he could become something. Yeah. And since Jackson Hayes arrived, right? I remember during the pandemic, he was working on his three ball and the corner threes and the top of, top of the key and pick and pop and so on and so forth. He never really developed anything. He never really got good at anything, right? He was a weak rebounder. He was a weak screener. And you're still kind of seeing that. But the athleticism jumps off. The, like, like you see his athleticism. You're like, this guy can be something. So, Lito, I pose you the question, should they re-sign him? Because if they do... They still have an interesting project on their hands. Can they actually develop him is the question. I think we have four years of data. I don't know. I mean, to answer your question, so let me let me preface this with, with this is a lot of the, the the development is not his fault. The or the undevelopment is not his fault. You you go into you went into year four, which was possibly gonna be year let, hold on, let me ask you a question. They're gonna resign him, yes. They're going. He's going to be a Pelican, yes. But you're going into that season with the same questions you had when he was a rookie. That's my problem. Now, now, are those solely on him? No, not solely on him. Um, they're they they. I mean, we don't have a record of great player development. Um, you know, I I don't know if you can not necessarily name three players that we have developed. Um, would you say Trey and Herb? I guess you could say. I mean, I, I you know what? If I'm gonna give them, if I'm gonna give them grief, I guess I gotta give them a little credit. Uh, but I think that I think that is a lot of individual growth on their parts. I think it's a lot of individual growth, uh, especially when you see, you know, Trey looks like he took up. He was with CJ the the, the prior summer. He was with he was at Chris Brickley. He was uh, hooping with Reggie Miller. He was doing the individual work. Every Instagram basketball video I looked at, I saw Trey Murphy. Yeah. So I was just saying we blame the staff a lot. So you never really see Jackson Hayes doing that. But Jackson Hayes did play in that league last year. Someone help me with the name of it. Uh, he played with uh, the Drew League. Yeah, he played. He played Najee. Was it the Drew League? He, he played. No, no, he played in uh, Jersey with Najee at this yes. other league. I, can I? Can I? Can I jump in here, Leo? It's not the P and D guys. I think they do a, an amazing job. From what I see from that game, a game of individual talent based on those guys getting better. Now, take those guys out of it and talk about the actual assistant coaches and head coaches 
in the scheme that they run. The guys don't know because it's not the same game to game. It's all different. That's the issue. I think individually, you can look at a guy like Najee. He's actually gotten better since he's been here. That's development between the person individually. Now, his role has always changed. This guy has been a starter, a role player, a bench player, like like DNPs, then back. And, and he's had to adjust to that. Imagine if that guy got the same amount of minutes every night and, and was able to grow in that. He's ha- he hasn't had that opportunity. You know, like it goes up and down. That's just like a guy like Jackson. He plays for a great stretch, and then you bench it for 20 games, and then he kind of has to come back and boom. And like that's hard to do with any profession. Anything you that's do. a really I mean it's just like sitting Kyra out for four weeks and throwing him into a playoff game like yeah, that's that's <laughs> very difficult that's not an advantageous position to be in that, if you're a guy like Kyra losing Kyra so Lewis that's a good point I, uh go ahead I was just gonna uh, say I think that I think the conundrum with him is like you know this is no disrespect to Zion at all but if I'm looking at Jackson I think Jackson is the most athletic player on the team like I think I think yeah yeah. I think you're looking at a dude who could probably run a full three and a 40. He, he probably got a 47, 48 in his vertical. And he's special, right? He He's he's special. I've, I've seen him do things that – seen him, you know, do things that you shouldn't be able to do. But it's putting it all together consistently. It's right. Not, it's just the consistency with him, right? And, and I completely agree with what both of y'all said because what I couldn't understand, Chaz, get you in here is because – you talk about JV's defensive deficiencies. You talk about Larry Nance being undersized. The one thing that Jackson did do very well is that he could switch on the guards and with his length and athleticism, he could defend them very well. And that was something that the Pelicans struggled with late in the, you know, I think they struggled that with, you know, shy and, and, and even um, Anthony Edwards and things like that. And Jackson Hayes could do that. He actually even did it in, against Phoenix. And, and you saw in the six game series that they lost a couple of years ago, but Chaz, how does he not, I just because five says I agree with five. I agree with Lito. I agree with both of them. But at the same time, when does it become on the player for him to want to get better? For him to learn different moves? Like that's where I'm at. Like yeah. with Jackson, I, I think um, I think with Jax, it's a it's a three layered problem, right? For one, you really don't have a choice but to try to bring him back, and hopefully he's okay with coming back because he probably doesn't have much mm-hmm. of a market. So you have to kind of bring him back on his qualifying offer in hopes that you can trade him if, if nothing else, right? So it's tough to give up on that kind of talent because Jax, when he's, when he's in a groove, he's box office, right? You know, like guys like Zion and Jax, they make you get up out your seat. Like, you know, those are box office players. And, and truthfully, he hasn't played basketball very long, and he has probably come to one of the lesser serious organizations in the NBA. Like I said before, we're we're a play-in play appearance from being, you know, the Kings of last year or the Detroit Pistons. This, this isn't a very acclaimed uh, organization. Then, and lastly, <laughs> what it really boils down to is Jax don't like Willie and Willie don't like Jax. So... <laughs> you know, I don't know if it matters what Jax offers necessarily because we didn't really get to watch Jax much this year and see Jax look terrible. We just didn't get to see him. So for all we know, he could have developed a bunch of shit, but we we just never really saw him. I feel like he had a decent run 
five. No, yeah, he did. I, I, when I can't really remember exactly when it was. It was right before Larry came back. He had a decent run, right. and then when and, Larry came, and back, that's what I couldn't was- get with guy. And like I commend Larry for playing hurt, and I it was great, you know, to see him try to at least battle through it. But you just had a healthy Jackson Hayes thing right there, and you had a Larry Nance who was at like sixty percent. Give the kid a shot, but you know there could be. There could be things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about, right? And so I think that's the relationship between Willie Green and Jackson is important. Um, five, we'll go with the last guy. Uh, we'll start with Ethan Godolito. Uh, Billy Hernan Gomez, he had an Instagram post. He did the thank you. He's like, on to the next chapter. Uh, I'm guessing he's going. Is that? A, but like... <laughs> You got to start filling out the roster here. I mean, you, you, you're probably going to trade JV. I mean, you got to send Jackson probably a qualifying offer, and then you lose Billy. I mean, you can't have Larry Nance as your backup five. Yeah, I mean, Willie Hernan Gomez, shout out to him, man. I thought he was like a constant professional at all times. Always had a smile on his face, even though you knew he wanted to play. Um, I don't know. For a guy that wasn't like that athletic, always seemed to – Always be around ten rebounds and ten points. Always, always. I mean, no matter, no matter what. I mean, some matchups didn't, you know, favor him, but some matchups he would very, you know, show you like, oh, I can actually play in this league and and be very uh, successful at at times. Um, yeah, he's probably going. I, I don't know what they do as far as like filling these voids, but they need to do something quickly and kind of, you know, stay on top of of that. But you, if that's the case, you have to sign Jackson. But right. you have I, to. You have to. And and to be honest, Jackson's problems aren't necessarily, I would say like 30% are, are on him. But the 70% is really on the organization and the coaches because like the ideal, like if you look at this Pelican team, like the ideal of it, they're not a great rebounding team. Like nobody goes, they try to leak out so much that you leave, you know, leave opportunities for offensive rebounds for other teams to get second chance points. You know, if a guy like Jackson Hayes was just taught, you know, hey, bro, don't leak out anymore. Let's just concentrate on rebounding rather than, you know, that set. What was that? Lad, two, two seasons ago, his his extra interview in the interview, he, in a post you know, interview with, with the media, he said, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working on dribbling and shooting corner threes. Mm-hmm. If they didn't if they never said rebounding in that meeting, that's mm-hmm. a problem. Like that just lets me know, like rebounding and screening, like that lets me know, like, yeah, you weren't trying to teach him exactly what he needed to do to get on the court rather than those, you know, ideals of of corner threes. Like that guy wasn't going to be a 40% three-point shooter at at no point. You know, he needed to learn how to, one, screen first because he probably, his efficiency of of getting an offensive call was like at a high rate. He got offensive moving like moving picks all the time. Him and JV, to be honest, like oh, he should yeah. look. Oh, this team God. should look at this like, yo, we need to learn how to screen better and screen for the right people. But yeah, they don't do that enough. So, <laughs> all right. So yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. I was look. about to go. Go ahead. No, look, 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 look. I agree with you, but dog, that's on the guards. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> and this is what I'm you say is on the guards. I'm gonna say it's actually on the coaches because you're, oh. you're not going through this. Like, if the all guy right. continues to move, like, all right, yo, it's yeah, on I, both of you guys, right? It's on both of y'all, but who's right. gonna you're tell right. y'all what they actually do, when to okay. actually move if you're not, you know, going through this? 
Because you can't tell me one thing this team has gotten better at from the mm-hmm. beginning of the season to the mm-hmm. end of the season. That's the problem. Losing. Yeah, and I think that uh, what's funny is I envision Jackson as a great screener and then just rolling hard and then defense collapsing. And when you have someone like Trey Murphy and CJ McCollum in, co- in corners, the defense collapse, you you just – I mean, JaVel McGee has made a career out of this. But, like he uh, is literally him. Ja- Justin, my only rebuttal to this – like Jackson only knows one speed, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't even really set a screen anymore. But just, you, you see, well, you learn right? that with playing, like, and but, he gets no playing time. He, like, and, at and, least, if you're not going to play him, send him the G League. That's another thing I had a huge problem with. Like they killed Kyra Lewis. He's coming back from a torn ACL, and he he gets a little bit of run in NBA. Like, and then you just sit him, and he rots away on the bench for no good reason. And it's kind of the same thing with Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels comes from a, a month long injury. And he gets no G League time. Like it's just the, as you said, the process is broken. It just is. Sorry, Leo. Go ahead. Uh, we were on a topic of Billy Hernan Gomez. Is there? A chat? <laughs> Do you have anything really to say about Billy oh, Hernan Gomez? Um, I think. I think. You know, I don't. I don't. With Billy, Billy says a lot of shit before it's confirmed. I don't even know if Billy's actually. He got the approval to um <laughs> say he's out of here. Like, look, bro. He didn't even show up at media day. Like he was already gone. Oh, he didn't yeah. show up to the. Yeah, I think, the, I think he's the in uh, he's in Spain. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he was already gone. So that's, yeah. like, that's, no, that's good because he should stay there probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably but I so. think I think with Billy's salary again, while this team having such a, a bad salary cap situation, and Billy Billy having an option, if I was them, I would pick up Billy's option and trade him like this off season. I would be like, oh, you can't just walk out the door with my two million, brother. You gotta uh we I got I'm just, let me see if I can send you somewhere first. And right. then if it don't work out, then you're out of here. But I, I would try to get every penny I could get out of uh trading him. Um as far as as far as Jax, man, I think Jax's issue is Jax was just too talented coming here. And when I, I when I what I mean when I say that is when you see like this raw, like unpolished guy, you're like, oh, I could turn him into this. I could turn him into that. And it's like, you're not going to teach him any type of fundamentals. Like, you're not going to give him a foundation he can rely upon. And it's like, you know, he hasn't had that here. He also has never played with, you know what? And I feel like I'm always taking a shot at this guy. And, and I really don't mean to, but it just is what it is. The best guard Jackson Hayes ever played with was Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday was some shit when he was here. Like, Drew Holiday was... Dude, the holiday was not like an incredible like passing guard. So, if like I just know if Jackson Hayes played with like fucking Ish Schmidt, Jackson Hayes played like five lives a game. He would like he would get like blocked. Him and Jose like, were good together. Him and Jose were good together. The true point guard. Um, yeah, they were pretty five solid <laughs> together. Like, but Jose, you know, Jose's not like an amazing passer. He's like, you know, he's solid. But I'm talking about like a dude who could pass the ball, bro. Like, but see, like but Rubio and Jackson Hayes would be crazy. No, Ty, it's, it's Ty, not. Who, listen, listen it's not necessarily just just Jackson, Ty. right? I think it's putting Jackson in the right position to succeed, right? And also, you know, if it's a if it's a pick and roll, and Jackson is the screener. Right. And having Trey in the opposite wing, which the helper doesn't really want to help. But these are all things that you should be thinking about if you're developing mm. these schemes 
to be beneficial, right? And that's because- why you're hitting the nail on the head, Five, because it's, it goes back to the coaching staff putting players in the position to thrive at a high level. And when you stick Jackson Hayes in the corner, who's not a three-point shooter, just how you would stick Herb Jones in the corner, who's not a three-point shooter, that makes them the problem. It's just so funny how you see Herb Jones used – He's initiating the offense. He's in the action. He all of a sudden has an incredible two-month stretch. Yeah. yeah. He was starting games. Like, he was starting playoff games for the Pelicans literally a year ago. And, and being effective. And, and this is this is what I mean. Let me – can I go to the stage real quick? This is what I mean by, like, this <laughs> – they, they haven't gotten better. If you think this season was successful, you're, you're fooling yourself. 42 wins is not a, a successful season when there wasn't even a 60 60- – win team this season so there was more wins to go around people think about it there's more wins to go around so of course 42 wins in, in this season is probably like 30 wins last year to be honest to be to be mm. brutally honest like this team was not good consistently no matter how you cut it no matter how many stats you pull out your ass it don't matter this team was not good you can't sit up there and Willie Green did a great job because you know people were out. Well, fuck, they were out last year too. They didn't. They just weren't good from this from last year to this year. Keep going, keep going. No matter how you cut it, shut yeah. that shit up. Yeah, think about it. And, and yeah, yeah. to be honest, you say that you say that shit on Twitter. I will fuck you up in person. <laughs> hey, a little I'm heavy, here. but okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> that was epic, man. Uh Presented by Company Burger, located at 4600 Red Street. Uh, to get better, Lito, who do we need to bring in? Let's focus on centers. Um, Lala, what kind of beer you drinking, man? Man, that was a... Uh, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, a lot like okay. Yeah. That was a... Uh, man, that bum-ass uh, space dust my wife like That shit trash. But it's all I had in the fridge, so... <laughs> it is what it is, man. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, what was five, the question? I, 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 five's right. Like, that's got to go. You know, Propel's talk like Hall of Fame. That was impressive. Um, I like that. I like that. I told who you. Who were we going to target? The when he came on, I said, I like this five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Um, who do you need to target? about Nasri, Christian ooh, Wood. Ooh, Is Christian Wood an actual ooh. target? No, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, I got, I got, I got to be able to do it. <laughs> I got some I got some targets if y'all got some time. <laughs> you got Lucy? I got I put some. I put. I put. Put a little bit of work together. If y'all got some, you know what I'm saying. But if you got a second, if I if I can have the floor, what you got? You know what I'm saying. All right. So look, I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna just start with this. The Miles Turner trade is probably the probably the inevitable. Is probably the thing that's gonna happen. Should it happen? Now, Buddy Hill can come with it. Yes, it should. However, however, I got five people on the list that. I think the Pelicans should if – if we serious about this year, right, if, if we really serious about it, the 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 top big man free agent to me, this this guy is like the cream of the crop, right? He's – he's he's when you talk about an elite stretch five, an interior defender, a guy who switches can can multi-time all-star, could score on the block if you, if you let him, but he playing with a dude – that's a multi-time MVP. Yo, Brooke Lopez right there, dog. Brooke, Lo- Brooke Lopez is right fucking there. We talking 16 points a game, 38% from three, two and a half blocks a game. Almost defensive. Is he a free agent? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, You'll be able to pry him away from, from, from Giannis and them. That's a tough one. Hey, listen, I'm just saying. So so let let's 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 keep going, right? That's a perfect fit for around Zion though. Bro, right? it would I, be I, bro I, I, rim protection be, too. Rim protection too. Two two and a half blocks a game. And 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 I think I forgot the stat, but like he's turning away his he might not actually block the shot, but the, the intimidation factor yeah. that he has at the rim is yeah. crazy, right? Yaka Pertle. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get extended in Toronto? Yeah, I thought, I thought they, they got, got the, the bag. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. But it wouldn't sorry, be until like midseason so they can trade them, right? I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I was just gonna say the only thing with Yaga for me is he he kind of give you the same problem. He's no. he's a he's a good defender at the rim. Not a good defender, but he's a decent defender at the rim. He's a decent interior defender, right? But he gives you the same issues with JV as far as like pick and roll with smaller guards. Um hell, he gave us issues. No, he I had lied. the Chelsea issues. He, He's under. He get they sorry, have his bird he, rights, he's right? He's got one year, yeah. So yeah, I was about to say, a, okay. Why did I think that? Actually, he's an unrestricted free. Agent. I was about to. Okay, I thought. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, cool. Well, let me talk my shit about him there. Good interior defender, right? You're looking at 12 points, nine rebounds, a block, a block, and a steal again. Hold on, but this is the thing. He was 13th in the NBA in steals. Solid. What? Right? 13th in the NBA in steals. Jakob. Yaka Porter was 13th in the NBA in steals. <laughs> but listen, but listen, I think I think he's that'd be a really good pickup. I mean, I mean, yeah, Jakob is he killed the Pels for for a minute, right? Like yes. he, he was always, you know, he had really good games against JB, even when he went to Toronto when the Pels played him, like he had a really good game then. He outplayed him. Um now, that'd be a really solid pickup. Who else you got? I like Man. Nigel. Ideas. I was so, gonna. So can, I'm getting to him. Can he be a starter? I'm getting to. Could he be a starter? So look, I'm about to answer your question. I'm about to answer your question. Nasri, right? All right. You want me to give you the? You want me to give you the pros or the cons? Uh, pros. Pro pro pros. All right. The pros is he was the best. He was the best big for Minnesota this year. He was the Easy. best. He was the best big. Untapped potential offensively. Can stretch the floor. Um, would fit really good in a system with either Bi, CJ, Zion. Um, not a selfish player, um, not yet a, a passer out of double teams yet, but still, you know, willing to make the extra pass. Awful defender. God, awful defender. Terrible right defender, in. right? He, terrible defender. Awful rebounder. Cannot <sighs> four four rebounds a game. Just ain't, it just ain't gonna do it. And he's small. You you complain about Larry Nance at at center, and then you bring in you bringing in a guy who's better than Larry Nash, but like, dog, he is terrible. He is terrible on the uh, if he's not scoring, he's not really giving you much value. And the thing is, here he ain't gonna have a ball a lot, right? Like, you know, and 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 it was him and Ant. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cat was out. Gobert's he French, so you know what I'm saying? Like, you really, you really like didn't he didn't really have much. So look, this is my dog horse. Xavier Tillman. Listen, Xavier Tillman. Check me out. Out of Memphis. So listen, his stock is rising. He is he is playing Anthony Davis terrific deep. Like he's he's manning him. There, he's literally playing him man. He's manning him up. He's been able to switch off AD Bro, to LeBron. Talk about it. 
Like, no, no, it was really good. And he, and he was manhandling AD that it was that game. Talk too, about it. Right? He had a, like, a double-double, 22 and 12. Like, all – And he hit two threes. Now, I don't know if that, that's a legit, you know, three-point shot, to be honest. But what I think those ideas can be, can be translated. He's a good screener, good roller. He went to Michigan State, so he knows how to play basketball. Damn, you- you read my, you read my. Hey man, listen, listen. We, you know, we, we be tight. Damn, that's my dog. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, I think this guy can really be an asset to a team like this. Uh, now, I don't know if he's a prototypical starter, but I think right. he can play. Like, I think he can unrestricted. Play really. Um, so unrestricted. club option got declined, or I'm sorry, club option for 2023, 2024, and he's making yeah. 1.9. He's making 1.9. Yeah. So look, check this out. I I started this off by saying. I wrote it in my notes. I could be a prisoner of the moment, but he's pl- he's playing amazing defense. He's a great rebounder. He's setting amazing screens, right? And those are things that you would you would hopefully uh, want to translate to us. Interesting. That's a hell of a list. Hold on. Oh, you still got more. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Hold on. I didn't know there was one. More. This is why Mike Brown. This is why Mike Brown is coach of the year. There was a guy who sat on his bench the whole year. The whole fucking year. He had a very weird year. Within the last 13 games, Mike Brown looked at his bench and he said, Hey, yo, you come here, right? Hey, yo, you. Hey, yo. He put this man in the game and it literally changed their interior. They're not a good defensive team, but it changed their interior defense, right? Alex Lynn is switching on pick and rolls. He blocking shots at the rim. He he's not a great rebounder, but he have if Jackson wanted to model his game after somebody. That is a guy – I think Jax is more athletic than him, but, like, he's a guy who – he's athletic. He can protect the rim. He's not a – he should be a better rebounder than what he is. But, like, he – he and, and this is the thing. Could be a prisoner of the moment situation with him. It's only been – it's a small sample size with 13 games. I guess right? a team like Golden State that doesn't rebound the ball very well. Yeah, exactly. Unrestricted free agent, though. Can Unrestricted I, free agent. Lito, can I ask this question? Yeah. Anybody jump in. Is rebounding in like a team idea, or is it just like player to player? I think it's if you ask if personally, if you want the team to be successful, it should be the team's identity. You exactly, can have exactly, exactly. It you should can be have, an identity. You should you you can have great rebounders on your team and be a poor defensive, be a poor rebounding team, as we saw this this year. You have a guy who can average a double double, and nobody else will look at the fucking room. But that starts in practice, five. That starts in training camp. Like, you're making it a priority. Like, we're going to rebound or you're not going to play. It's like, it's basically that simple. I, I, I think that we didn't make it a priority, in my opinion. Clearly, and, you didn't make it a priority. And, and, and for a team last year that was getting better at the end of the season, they were out rebounding teams yep. almost. A, That's a why you're winning half Because you were getting extra possessions on the offensive end. I mean, that's because you had two guys out there, like a guy like Jackson Hayes and, and Jonas that were, you know, getting you extra possessions. My my point is, that was a style that they played. They went away from that style completely mm-hmm. to try to do something else. And, and something else, and something else, and some stuff worked, but it was all predicated on the people that we, you were, you were going to play, like a, like a Zion and him being healthy. The fact that he wasn't oh. around, then you had to change everything. There I was just that- no way that Zion shouldn't be averaging a double-double. Like, there's no way. There's just no way he should be legitimately averaging a double. I don't care how many games he plays in. 
Well, well, so you know he should be averaging a double double. So, so wait, I'm gonna let me say this: the scheme with Stan was he leak out. He couldn't yeah. average a double double. We don't. Yeah, Stan Van Gundy's not our coach anymore. But all the guys, <laughs> I mean, but we don't, we don't, <laughs> our coach. we don't really have a coach like that. that that's, oh, that's Jesus it. So everything is like everything is like the but, movie Sunset Park. Like this dude you did last year. Like what a great movie! And that's and that's why that's why I find a hard time comparing this team to last year because they're not even they don't even play the exact same way. They don't even do the similar things that they did that were successful. Look at that team like Golden State. No matter who's in the effing lineup, they play the exact same way. You look at a team (laughs) like Memphis. They do it like the fact that they shoot threes and they're bricking. That's just because they miss it, bro. They doing exactly what they did throughout throughout the whole season. Like you had a laugh. Hold on, laugh because five just went on a just a huge cursing tangent, and then just dropped the effing. <laughs> just at this uh, point, just you know, be who you are. You know, just uh, let okay, it go. Right. Right. Like, yo, 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 yo. You know what the pals need. You know what the pals need. Like he's not a starting center, but dog, Kavon Looney right there. <sighs> Looney ain't gonna leave. No way. <laughs> he right no there. Way. He's so like, perfect I, for that team. Go ahead, Chaz. Man, you know what I would do? Honestly, I think. I would move totally away from high price centers, right? I would go six million or less. I would go get Thomas Bryant. I would go get Dwight Howard. I, I would go get a, I would go get Thomas a Bryant, bunch me of too. Like, I would get a bunch of journeyman professional bigs. And the reason why I say that is because yeah. you're starting five next year. You're probably not even gonna have a real center on the floor. Because if your wings ever figure out how to rebound, you're going to be closing with Trey or Herb at the five, probably. Right. So, but, that, but that's the thing, though. My bad, Chad. My, my yeah, bad. yeah. They, they can't. That's the thing. They, they can't rebound. So but it's not them like, not rebounding. It's the it's them yes. putting him in position to rebound. Yes. Telling like, them this, like, yo, oh God, we should be rebounding. Yeah, like, like how many times did you see Trey Murphy or Herb Jones? Like, and, and no shit. Like they're just like just watch. They're just like, like CJ McCollum was the worst. Not by even, the way, not even, just that, the not worst even just that. Like Trey, Trey Murphy was like top three in transitional points, right? Yeah. That means he knew he had to get out because he wasn't getting the ball. But that's also the the not when say benefactor, but the 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 result of them not giving him the ball in the yeah. offense. Oh like I still can't. All, oh my god! It's all predicated on that because you're not <laughs> running the offense based on your needs and the people that you have. And I think Lito said it best. I, I forget when you said it, Lito, but you're like, I remember one day or one game where like, man, JV looked out of it, and it was like, of course he looked out of it. He can get the fucking ball. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, I would be out of it too if you if you didn't if you didn't reward me. I'm busting my ass. I'm fucking doing all the dirty work. I'm boxing out. I'm setting good screens, and you ain't gonna give me the ball in the post. I ain't gonna do all the dirty work. I mean that. And that's what you saw over and over again. Then you saw it with Trey five. You saw it with Trey, like him not getting his shot. So I'm going to start forcing. I'm going to start pulling up in transition. I'm going to start doing all this stuff. That's the problem. That was um, necessary for him, though. That was that was actually necessary. For that him. was totally necessary. That was yeah, totally I don't I, I don't blame Trey for it. I don't like, oh, I got to get out in transition just to get the rock. And if I touch it, I got to pull because if I'm not, right. if I don't pull, I'm not getting, getting it back. That's like, not yeah, a good identity to have. Go ahead. Sean. I just think collectively, like with the guys, even with the guys who do like score, it's just like it's it's so many like like they have big games, bro. And it's just like, yo, no one's boxing out, no one's trying, like it's just everyone's getting overpowered. It's just and even even like with Zion, the thing with Zion is Zion has a great second jump. Zion could probably get 20 offensive rebounds, <laughs> but defensively. Like you know, if if 
it has to be a team philosophy that we're all going to box out. No one's going to – maybe one or two people are going to leak. But, you know, we're going to focus on crashing the boards. And that's that, – but that's another reason why I'm like, y'all don't do this good anyway, so you might as well lean into your strengths and just go all offense. Just yo, me, yo, 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 yo. Let me let me just say let me just say this one. I, I when Chad said get a get a, a a small dollar center, you know what I'm saying, just to play. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I get I feel you because to me, like if you want to go full villain, right? You want to go full villain, a dog Brooks, a dog, a dog, Grant Williams, right there, small ball five. You know what I'm saying? Let a dog. I, I'm just saying, like you gotta, like what's stopping Grant Williams from being Draymond Green? I would just. That's, I mean, like, obviously he ain't the defender he is, but I'm just saying, right. like the switchability of him. I didn't think about Grant Williams, but he was. There's only, it's only mm-hmm. a couple of guys in the league who are like big, you know, like traditional centers, and you're not, you can't guard Joel and Jokic anyway. None you could do. So you know what I'm saying? So that's I my favorite part. Everyone was like, well, like I feel like we've mentioned, like, hey, let's just throw Herbert the five. Who's gonna guard Embiid? No one can guard Embiid. Yeah, no, no one, one can no guard Jokic. Anyway. No one's guarding no these one's people. Gonna, look, like, even with like guards who get downhill, like no one's gonna stop Darren Fox. No one's gonna stop John hmm. Morant. Like no, no one's gonna stop Zion except for you know himself. But Zion got get on them built bars. I know a guy. But yeah, so no, no one gonna stop. So it's like, don't worry. Like you gotta, at a certain point, it's time to advance with the game. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got, you got to start advancing with the, the way the game is being played now. Where game? Look, Rudy Gobert, two, three years ago, probably one of the best defensive players the game has seen. Now he's hardly even playable, and he's yeah. been making fifty million a year. It, it's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, we got to wrap it up. Grant, 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 Williams, shot, Grant, Grant Williams shot 39% from three. Yeah, he can shoot. Like, yeah, he, um, five, I want to hear your thoughts. We got to close up. Like, you got a minute to answer this question. Why does Josh Hart average 7.8 rebounds <laughs> this year? Because he went why, Zion, why is Zion Williamson average seven? Uh, Mystery of the second part. Because he went the effing Villanova and he know how to play basketball. Josh Hart says, I'm going to get the rebounds that actually matter. You the heard that, that you know, uh, Mitchell yeah. Robinson, huh? Yeah, yeah. You heard like, that. You, you get all the game, like the ones that matter, the ones that's going to win us games, I'm going to get those. I'm going to get those that, you know, the people will remember. Add Mitchell yeah, Robinson to that list, you. too. Who? Mitchell, yeah. Homecoming. Add Mitchell Robinson to that list, too, because he, he changed that whole series for them uh, defensively. God, he, is he, Mitchell, literally, is he a free agent? I don't, I don't think, think so. he's I think he's had his decision not too long ago. Yeah, I don't think he's a free agent. He would be. But the way he neutralized both of those, he took them off the glass. Like he and look he, how the, look how slow the game is being played. Look at look at you I mean, it, outside the Clippers and stuff. Like look how slow the game is being played. You know the the refs are letting cats play. It's 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 been decent, really decent basketball. High high yeah. IQ basketball at, at times. No. Um, good show. Uh, presented by Company Burger, located forty six hundred for Red Street. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We will see y'all on. Sunday night. Um, yeah. yeah. See y'all later. Way. It was a finger roll of Eddie. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.